Welcome back to Throne Hands. It's me. It's Jarrett. Jarrett, you, we had a weekend to think about this one. Um, so we each chose somebody uh, out ranked um, nine or below. So they can't be ranked, ranked eighth, seventh, so on. Um, mainly nine because of the one person I want to talk about really badly. Uh, this is a very biased thing, but we're talking about some breakout fighters. But Jarrett, we're going to start with you, man. Uh, so we each got five. Yep. What's what's your first? My first one is Bo Nickel. That's my boy. Uh, you know the pretty much everyone's top prospect um, hasn't. He's making his UFC debut at 285, um, and this is a guy who I think is going to climb the ranks extremely fast. You know, as soon as they want to give him fights to start getting into that top 15, you know, and as soon as he's in, if he can get these fights, I think he climbs the ranks. Uh, extremely quickly um like i said uh last podcast so he's by far the best wrestling prospect that the ufc has ever seen and that's saying something whenever you have you know dc cejudo and Askren, who are three of the best american wrestlers to come to mind you know and then you have bo nickel who didn't get to hit the international scene because of what's how loaded our, our uh u.s wrestling team is you know he would have had to go through guys like david taylor and kyle dake who are both three-time world champions both olympic champions he just simply couldn't make the world team for another couple years decides to make the transition to mma and i mean if you look on his resume of recently his non-wrestling wins and losses his only loss was to gordon ryan who's Everyone, pretty much, I'd say the majority would say he's the best um, BJJ grappler on the face of this planet. Honestly, he's an animal. And um, it took Gordon a while, a while. I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was almost towards the end of the regulation and their like little super match hybrid to submit Bo in an arm bar. But um, I mean, that just shows how good his grappling has come. And um mix in the wrestling and his striking he showed off just a little bit in his last contender series um fight you know trying to show off as much as you can in a minute and two and 53 seconds in the other fight um he's something special though i've been a fan of his for a while um i could talk to him talk about him for hours man um i love bo nickel and i can't wait to see him really shine in the ufc yeah he he's to touch on him he he's phenomenal um you the only thing jamie pickett better be uh drilling for 285 is some takedown defense because once he gets there it's not he's not going to be there for long due to the fact that he's probably going to tap out or get knocked out yeah and like even being on the ground with him it's scary like his bows um 
the most famous NCAA final that he had was um, his junior year against Miles Martin from Ohio State. And Miles Martin was the guy who beat Bo Nickel his freshman year. And um, if it wasn't for Miles Martin, Bo Nickel would have been a four-time NCAA champ. But their junior year, they meet in the NCAA finals. Um, Miles Martin takes him down within the first eight seconds of the match straight to his back. And Bo's able to flip him completely over his body in an elevator from his back, which is like unheard of. It's crazy. It's crazy he was able to hit a 184 pounder who's a division one athlete and that quick of a move and was able to pin him inside of a minute in the national finals to not only win him himself a national championship, but it clinched the team race for Penn state. So, I mean, this is a guy who is extremely talented, extremely disciplined and has to put it lightly, which is crazy is he has an insane amount of ice in his veins. He is so clutch. The stuff that he has done at Penn State and at the international level, I'm excited to see it translate to UFC. Yeah, he, he's phenomenal. He really is. Um, so the reason it's nine and up is because this guy I want to talk about, Ilya Teporia. Here's my thing. Yes, he did he kind of have a breakout year last year to an extent. He did knock out Jai Herbert after almost uh, getting sent to uh, another dimension by uh, a high kick by Jai Herbert. Um but, you know, he beat one ranked guy uh, in Bryce Mitchell. And here's my ultimate opinion on him. He's, I don't think he's the best at the, – the very best at anything in his division. When it comes to jiu-jitsu, it's Ortega. When it comes to wrestling, it's Volkanovski. When it comes to boxing, it's Holloway or Volkanovski. But he's so good at all of it. Right. But he may have the best power in the division. It's scary power. And, you know – Personally, I wouldn't say I expected him to ragdoll Bryce Mitchell like that. I knew he could definitely compete on the ground with him. But when I saw him compete at that level with Bryce Mitchell, that's when I was like, okay, this dude can be a very, very, very serious problem. I mean, I thought that already, but that confirmed what I had thought. Yeah. Um, I think he could be competing for a title by the end of the year or very early next year. They need to book him. I I don't blame anybody who doesn't want to fight him. If you look at the rankings – uh. You got Chikadze, Cater, Chansung Jung, uh, Josh Emmett, Arnold Allen, T City, Yair, and Max. I think T City is the next fight to make personally. Uh, T City, yes, he had a weird shoulder inj- injury when he got subbed by Yair, and you know T City needs a bounce back, and uh, Toporia wants to get up in the ranking. So that that that's my opinion on Toporia. Yeah, absolutely, dude, a complete animal. Um, I, I really like what you said. Um, you know, he was a guy who a lot of people were putting a lot of stock into, but then going into that Mitchell fight, people were like, Oh, well, he hasn't fought anyone at that level. Like he hasn't fought the, he hasn't had a grappler or a wrestler like that yet. Like it, it's going to be different. And then depending on what actually went on, if like, if Bryce was sick or if, you know, he was dealing with some mental stuff, you know, maybe falling out of love with the sport afterwards or stuff. Um, Ilya showed up, man. And um, really raised his stock even more than what it was. And, you know, that's why uh, guys like us are out talking about him for having another even bigger breakout year. And I absolutely agree with you. He could be in title contention in the very near future. Yeah. Who's your next guy? I got Shavkat Rachmanov. Very, very uh, big name up and coming. Um, Everyone wants to see the fight with him and uh, Hamzat. 
But um, Shavkat's 4-0 in the UFC. It fights Geoff Neal at uh, 285. Coming up next, but uh, what Shavkat has, he's either uh, finished all four opponents or he has one UD, I think. But um, dude's a beast. He's an absolute beast. Um, he's going to be climbing up those rankings, you know, as soon as after this fight, whoever fights him next, um, he's the best of the best, man. I really think he's an absolute animal. And um, yeah. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. I think... I'm scared for Jeff Neal. Um, yeah. Shafkat has no. Uh, I don't think he has a weakness really, and yeah. that that's the scary part. He throws wheel kicks. He he punches hard. He submits very well. Um, he he made Neil Magny look feeble. Um, so we got uh Gilbert versus Jorge. I think. I mean, I think Gilbert will win that fight. Gilbert Burns, mm-hmm. and I think that. Um, I think if Shavkat wins, I think the winner of that fight would be good for him. I know Bilal Muhammad was saying, "Oh, I want to fight anybody." Well, Bilal, that's your guy. I think. Yeah. Um. So if, if Rachmanov wins, I I really think that. And if Bilal doesn't have a fight, you you have to make that fight. I don't care what anybody yeah. says. If Bilal says he's willing to fight anybody, that's. Bala Muhammad has to go for Rachmanov. So I, I love your pick there. Yeah. Um, My second one is Ignacio Baamondes. Now, I know what you're thinking. Jacob, who is that guy? Well, so he, he won off contender series. He's 25 years old. And dude's only a couple years, a few years older than I am, which is freaky. But so he lost his debut to John McDessey. And honestly, you can't really blame him due to the fact that, you know, Mac Desi's a veteran. This dude this dude was a kid. He was like twenty three when he fought Mac Desi. But he he knocked out Roosevelt Roberts with the gnarliest spinning wheel kick possibly in UFC outside of uh Edson Barbosa. I'm not gonna take that away from Edson Barbosa. But second gnarliest spinning wheel kick in UFC history. And then he beat Rongju by uh Bravo choke. This guy can do it anywhere. Um, I, I hope he can get a few wins this year, and I think you'll probably fight start fighting a uh, rank competition by the end of the year. So that's my number. That's my second guy I want to talk about. He's very good. He's very diverse on the feet, um, and he can get it done on the ground too. So I'm I'm interested to see how he how he pans out. What about you, man? What's your next guy? All right, my next guy is Javid Basharat. Um, three now. He's bantamweight in UFC. Uh, he's got three unanimous decisions. He was on uh, the last fight card of last year, I believe. I believe he was on that uh, fight card. Um, really looking forward to how he uh, climbs up the ranks in bantamweight. think he has a lot of potential, man. Um, really looking forward to how his career uh, pans out. And he's a guy who I think is really going to be on the rise in the year, possibly the coming years. Yeah, um, trying to find him. I'm really... Blanking out. If I saw his record, I know who he is. Um, Bantamweight, you said. Yeah. There we go. Oh, right. I'm blanking. Oh, yeah, uh, Mateus Mendoka. Uh, oh no, it was this year. Um, Mateus Mendoka UFC Fight Night. Okay. Um, was it uh the first fight night of this year? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm determined to find this guy. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that dude could fight. Um, there's there's no doubt about it. And dude, there's some there's some Af- there's some a lot there's a lot of talent come coming from the Middle East as of late, especially with some grapplers. So it, that region is really starting to boom. Yeah, I mean, m- Middle Eastern wrestling is uh pretty legit, pretty legit to say the least. So uh, yeah, yeah, Basara and um. What's his face? Um, Amir Albazi, you know, coming coming out of Iraq. That dude can fight too, but they just got to give him a ranked opponent. I, I wish it was Mokaya versus Albazi. I think that's a good fight to make. I want that looking at the rankings too. I'd like yeah. that. And the Caucasus too. Lots of great guys coming out of the Caucasus, like, uh, you know, the Dagestanis and the Chechens. Um, but yeah, great stuff. Another guy who's looking to bounce back this year. Um, Jimmy Crute. I do not believe he fought last year. Um, he ha- he had a rough go of it. Um, losing, he, he got a uh, dead foot when he played when he <laughs> when he fought Anthony Smith. Um, uh, and then he wrestled Anthony Smith to the ground. He just couldn't stand up. And then he got sent to the shadow realm by uh, Jamal Hill, which Jamal Hill has plenty of victims. But this dude has talent, man. Uh, he knocked out Modestus Bukowskis. Uh. Submitted um, Michael Olesajuk, you know, beat Sam Alvey, submitted Paul Craig. Um, if that says anything about this guy's yeah. grappling ability, um, Paul Craig, um, I bet you, I bet you, he slipped Paul Craig's guard and he couldn't do anything about it. That's my guess. I, I don't think I've seen that fight, unfortunately, but the Duke can fight. There's no doubt about it. And I do believe he has an opponent. He's facing Alonzo Menafield at 284. Um, on the on the Mahachev Volk card, so there's someone to look out for there. I think to have a have a comeback slash breakout year this year. You know, looking to get back up in the rankings a little bit. Yeah, there you go. All right, my next one. Uh, you touched on him a little bit. Uh, Muhammad Makayev. Um, you know, his next fight is um Jafel Filo at 286. You know, he's not getting a ranked opponent. That's uh that's Filo's UFC debut. So uh, good luck to him for a UFC debut fight in a. Muhammad Kayev, but um, yeah, I mean, me and you, I think it was a couple episodes ago or last episode, we're just talking about uh, um how we think this guy can you know move up if he gets some fights, get some uh people who actually want to fight him, but um, dude's an animal, great grappler, great wrestling, and you know I like those type of guys, so I really think he can start moving up the ranks, um, even farther than what he is right now, um, as soon as he gets these fights. Yeah, I think he's. He's phenomenal, and I I completely understand why the top guys don't want to fight him in the sense that they don't want to give up their ranking to someone who's yeah. just unranked. And if if you look at Makayev, I mean, he is undefeated. He has like a quadrillion amateur wins. Um, yeah. but he you know he beat Cody Durden, pretty solid win to. Then he beat Charles Johnson, former LFA champ, and then he beat Malcolm Gordon, who's a very another very solid fighter. Um. Honestly, I think the UFC should really just start not not forcing us to be like, hey, guys, you got to start fighting this dude or we're going to start snatching your ranking because I'm sick and tired yeah. of people not wanting to fight him. And if you look at the rankings, there's no reason that I mean, Tyson Sumadarji, Sumadarji, uh, 
Olam Bekov, you know, he could he can fight a lot of these guys. Oh yeah, he's he's ranked 12 now. That's right. But no, he hasn't. I don't think he's beaten a ranked opponent. No. So, Manel Cop, Dvorak, Tim Elliott, guys. Here's a good chance yeah. to. And I don't get why they wouldn't want to fight him in the sense that if you beat Makai, that's name notoriety right there. Yeah, it's puts a little bit behind your stock, but uh, I mean, definitely those those guys. You need, I mean, even match now. Um, why not? Um, but I agree with you. I like the Albazi fight. Wish that would happen. Would absolutely love that. But um, yeah, man. Hopefully, he gets a non UFC debut fight. I couldn't believe whenever I saw that. I was like, yeah. do you know? Did someone like back out, or is that like literally? That, like, that, that that's just who they not- paired him up with because no one wants to fight him, and he wants to fight. So, and you can't blame him. He's twenty two. He's yeah. three. He's like two months older than I am. So, dude's a savage. Dude's a savage. Um, another savage. Uh, Umar Nurmagomedov. I mean, no, no one wants to fight this dude. I mean, Hayoni Barcelos. Credit to this dude, but this guy got put out, and it was a short right hook. It it wasn't a, it was a nice little body kick, but it wasn't. There was nothing behind that really. He put him out. Uh, he he subbed Morozov. He subbed Boom Kelleher. He 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 had his way with Nate Manis and Nate Manis is not an easy out by any means. Um, but I just want someone to fight him. And I think I know Ricky Simone is fighting, um, song Yadong. I'm pretty sure. Um, I hate to do this, but I think we got to feed Dominic Cruz to Umar Nurmagomedov, man. I hate to be that guy. Um, sometimes Dominic's a great guy. Yeah. Umar needs a fight. Dominic needs to prove himself again if he wants to have any shot of getting back to the chip. He got, yeah. I mean, Marlon Vera's a dog. Don't get me wrong. Um, as are almost all these guys up there. But Umar needs a fight. Cruz needs a fight. I hate to say it, but that yeah. might be the fight to make. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Umar needs I, a name too. Just, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's just frustrating to see, you know, like that's two guys in a row little bit in Shavkat's case, but not really. But, like, guys not wanting to fight him, like, just trying to keep your ranks. I mean, I get it from their point of view, but, like, from our point of view, it's just – it gets a little annoying. But, you know, they can only do it for so long, like you said before, you know, people step in and, you know, turn it away from, like, the entertainment aspect and more into the sport. Like, hey, you can't be holding up your, uh, like, rankings and stuff. Like – Excited for those guys to get some actual shots to move up and fight some other animals, you know. All right, next Uh, guy. I'll go. So, man, my five was uh, Umar, too. Me and you both agreed with that. Uh, I'll go with my, I'll put, I'll do uh, two at the same time because I both, they're kind of in the same, uh, like, area here. Um, Chris Curtis and Ryan Spann, um, I both think I think both mm. of them can uh, can win their next fight. You know, um, Ryan Spann, you know, coming off of that power jab against uh, Dominic Reyes, that was bad. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty crazy. That was um, really bad. <laughs> fighting uh, number seven, Krylov. Um, that's a that's a oh, that's a UFC apex. That's, that's a main a, event on the 25th. Yeah. That's a banger. Yeah. That's a good one. 
So I'm really looking forward to that one. Um, Superman span. I really like him. I'll be cheering for him in that one. And um, if he can break into the top nine, you know, who knows at light heavyweight, you know, who really knows, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, he can shake things up. And then uh, Chris Curtis, man, um, really putting him up here because kind of just even him, even though Chris Curtis does not know who I am, I just feel bad, man, because I completely, completely counted him out in that Joaquin Buckley fight. Um, went in as the underdog, and I was like, there's no way Chris Curtis is going to beat him. Like, I thought Joaquin Buckley was going to knock him out. And uh, Chris Curtis showed up, man. Um, he's got Gastelum in the 87 main card. Uh, really looking forward to that one. I think Chris Curtis, if he keeps his little hot streak going, man, uh, I think he can shake things up too. But um, those are my two guys that, you know, they're, they've are they been ranked. They've been in and out. But um, I think they're going to really prove themselves here in these upcoming fights. Yeah, uh, you make a good point. Um, I wasn't a fan of how he acted after the Hermanson fight, but, it, you know, I feel – I think he uh, he did apologize to Jack the Joker, so – I'll I'll forgive him as well. That you know, people learn. Yeah. Everyone has their flaws, and I'm sure that won't be a problem again. All right, my fifth prospect. It's it's got to be Aaron Blanchfield, guys. Um, this woman is a different level of savagery, in my opinion. She will be the one to dethrone Shevchenko. I don't care what anybody says. Shevchenko was hurt against Tyler Santos. I Alexa Grasso somehow got the title shot. I can tell you why. Um, she's ranked seventh, I think. Um, but good, good for Grasso, man. This is this is a chance. Grasso's ranked fifth. I apologize, but uh, I don't even think Blanchfield has a fight booked. Oh, she's filing fighting Tyler Santos on the 18th. So they're, they're bringing they're trying to bring her right to the top. Tyler Santos ranked number two in the flyweight division for good reason as well. There's, bro. There's. I don't. I can't see anybody who beats her outside of Shevchenko right now. Could Tyler Santos beat her? Yes, but with the grappling, everything's so fundamental with her. She can beat you anywhere. She can sub you. She can knock you out. Um, she's her last two wins have come by submission. I mean, she mowed through Molly McCann, mowed yeah, through was, her. Yeah, that was. Uh, I remember me and you were texting back and forth during that. And we're like, how? Oh. How did she get out of that? Like, that was so tight. And then I feel like by the time the text message sent, she had it in again. Uh, <laughs> she's an animal. Animal. She's She is uh, something else. Oh, breaking news. I just turned on Twitter because we're about to get into some news. As of 20 minutes ago from Brett Okamoto, um, the return of Blessed, um, Max Holloway and Arnold Allen are fighting on April 15th. Main event. Ooh, that is heat. Yeah. UFC is spoiling us. And you know what? We got to go through the matchups that were uh, announced the other day. Uh, oh, so let's, yeah. head, let's yeah. head over to Marcel Dorf real quick. Yeah, Great. I on all of them because there, there's so at, many. At Big Marcel uh, 24. Probably the – all right. Um, Ian Gary will fight uh, Song Kanong at 285. All right. I will take that. Kevin Hahn versus Santiago Ponzinibbio on April 8th. Yeah. A banger. Banger. Yeah. Good good win for to get Hahn back on track. Yeah. Uh Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal on uh 
uh, April 8th as well. This dude, man, Gilbert wants the BMF belt on the line. And personally, Gilbert is the BMF. That dude will fight anybody, anywhere. Jorge is not that guy as of late. Hopefully that'll change. If he gets a win, maybe he'll be fighting everybody. But I think Gilbert Burns, early prediction, I think he finishes it within a round. I don't, I don't think Masvidal really has his head in it, honestly. I saw, um, like, in an interview, like, as of late, like, after the fight was announced, he wants to, like, he's still asking for a McGregor fight and stuff. And I'm like, dude, come on. Like, you got a good matchup, you know? Like, it's... You're looking forward. You're looking too forward. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to sit back and focus a little bit, you know? Like, it's a great matchup for us, the fans, but for him, it's a really tough matchup. Like, it's, I definitely got Gilbert in it. But the other thing, the thing that I did see about it is, like, his opening, I think Gilbert's opening at, like, minus 500 for that fight. And I'm like, I mean, like, Gilbert's wow. my favorite, but, like, minus 500? I'm like, geez. That's insane. Yeah. Dana. Looking at you, man. Put the belt on the line. Um, Alex Parea versus Israel Adesonia, as he says. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm in the name pronouncing business. Okay, people botch my last name all the time. I got to give respect to the other people. Um, UFC 287 on April 8th. Uh, dude, respect to Izzy here because he could have just sat back, let Bobby Knuckles do his thing. Um, but no, um, but I fear for Adesanya in the sense that if he loses this fight, that will be such a big mental uh, handicap on him. Yeah, like I can't imagine losing to the same guy four times after coming close twice to winning. That is, I, how how do you mentally recover from that? It's tough, man. It's tough. It's a tough position. Um, I can't believe Izzy's the favorite. I'm not going to say, like, not at all. I'm not saying that, like, there's no shot that he's winning. Like, it is Israel Adesanya. Like, he did control the first four rounds of the fight. Like, he had him wobbly after, what was that, the first or the second, end of the first, end of the second. Um, And then, you know, Alex turned on the burners that fifth round, man, and smoked him. Like, it's crazy. But um, honestly, I think what – I think Izzy will be fine if he loses. 100%. If mm-hmm. Izzy loses, Izzy's going to keep competing at that weight and be he fine. He might move up. You think Izzy moves up? Because I was I was just going to say, I think Alex moves up. <laughs> Can you I, imagine? <laughs> imagine I, this. <laughs> imagine this. Izzy moves up, right? Uh, Alex, Alex defends his belt one or two more times, right? And he's like, you know what? I'm going to move up. Let's say Yuri isn't back by then, okay? Give it a year. Israel, you know, fights once, gets the title shot. Um, then he what's I he could I honestly think Adesanya could win the title at light heavyweight right now. He, he could. I'm not saying it happened. Okay, I was about to say, yeah, he could. He could. I think I think Jamal Hill is a is a good matchup in the sense that I think Adesanya could pick him apart from the outside. Then again, if Jamal Hill lands, Sweet Dreams is a very fitting nickname for him. But Alex just might get bored, and he might go, you know what? I'm going to move up. Yeah. <laughs> take take another. Take Become a double champ. There you go. 
that's i mean i remember what didn't we have an episode of like who we picked for like at the end of the year and we were just yeah. we said uncle Iev at light heavyweight but i said i said if glover won and he retired i thought alex was gonna move up because this obviously wasn't announced back then but i still think there's a big possibility that he moves up i just i think you'll still move up it's vengeance season yeah i love that fight i love that fight he's he's too big for middleweight yeah he, he, he walks around like 230 it's that's so big a couple other fights announced on that uh april 8th card raul rosas jr versus christian rodriguez good fight for raul rosas um little step up i don't want them to rush this dude no, don't. It's no. He, he, as much as he, as good as he is, he's not John Jones. No, uh, John Jones was like twenty one when he came in. He mowed through a couple dudes and got the job done. But yeah. th- this dude's not John Jones. No, it, it, he in two years. I don't. I don't think you can put him up again. All right, two years. I I think that's actually fair. In two years, I don't think you can put Rosas up against P- Piotr Jan. Yeah, oh. like he's also eighteen, man. <laughs> he he's, he hasn't even graduated high school. That's what I brought up in his first fight. I said, man, that's just it's such a weird position because like we've never we haven't seen something like that in a while. You know where it's like, what do you do for the next couple of years? Do you give him a bunch of, you know, give him some cans? Away? Yeah, give him. That's what we said. Yeah, give him some cans, man, for the next couple of years and just. Hope that he keeps the build him, you know, but... build him. <laughs> just... And he wants to become a three division UFC champ. And he, I'll say this, he's 18. If there's anybody who has a chance to do that, I, I truly believe it's him. You no, know, gets about at 22, 23, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Gets another belt at 26, 27, gets his last belt at 30. Yeah. I, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So we'll see what happens. But, dude, another banger on this card. Rob Font versus Adrian Yanes. Dude, hands will be thrown. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, man. As per the uh, name of this podcast. Um, great fight. Another interesting thing. Bella Mir signed an NIL deal with the Ultimate Fighting Championship to be its, like, college ambassador. Uh, she's uh, wrestling yeah. at Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like. The, I like it too. I forget if we got to talk about that. That um, Iowa became partners with the UFC, which is so, so, so weird to me. It fits. It fits. It's not. It's not weird in the way that most people think. I'm saying whenever I say weird, like it fits. If if a team from the NCAA is gonna partner with the UFC, it's gonna be Iowa. Like that's Iowa style wrestling. It's hard nosed. They take high crotches. They're in your face. Snaps, collar ties, bars from top. They're tough, in your face wrestling. You know it fits this with Iowa. Um, I love the first NIO. Uh, what do you call them? Like signee? Yeah, signee. Uh, ambassador. Ambassador. Yeah. Stuff's awesome. Yeah. Growing, growing women's wrestling. That's what. That's what I think is the most important thing out of that. You know. Um, uh huh wrestling still fighting to be sanctioned in some states still needs sanctioned in pennsylvania 
Um, fastest growing sport in the U.S., man. Women's wrestling, it's where it's at. Yeah, I I completely agree. Um, wrestling as well, something else I'm thinking of. If you, if you, I think, I think you and I can both agree when it comes to college wrestling, Big Ten, best, oh not even close. But a, a solid second is the Big Twelve, I think. Yes, dude. Yes, I love that we can talk college wrestling. Yes, dude. The Big Twelve is really, really good this year. Like. There's Iowa State, who's what four coming into? Uh, they come to the Coliseum next Friday, I believe. Next Friday, Iowa State, the number four team in the country, comes to the Coliseum, and they bring a bunch of hammers, dude. David Carr, two-time NCAA champ. Uh, Panero Johnson was a three-time Pennsylvania State place winner. Um, dude's an absolute animal, um, and that's just a couple of them. Iowa State's loaded this year. And then Oklahoma State always sticking around. Air Force has Henderson at heavyweight. Like every single team has a heavy hitter, you know. Um, honestly, West Virginia, dude, a great wrestling team that we have. I love our wrestling team. Jordan Titus at 133, 141, whatever we want to put him. And then the two hammers that we got coming back, the All-Americans, Killian Cardinal, Peyton Hall, heavyweight, you got Michael Wolfgram. Throw in a bunch of other our guys who have been in the room for three years. I remember uh, two years ago, I came to the um, prospect camp to work out with the coaches and stuff. And I'm still seeing guys in the lineup that were there two years ago who felt like they were seniors then um, with the COVID years and stuff, still racking up, keeping these guys in the program for longer. And um, dude, big 12 wrestling, man, completely got to love it. Yeah, and if you in the Big Twelve has added a ton of conferences for uh, not a uh, ton of schools for wrestling. It, it, just to name a few, uh, well, I'll name them all. They're pretty quick. It's pretty quick. Air Force Academy, California Baptist, Fresno State. Uh, uh, is that Fresno State? Yeah, California State, Fresno, Mizzou, uh, Northern Colorado. Okay, there's some dude on Northern Colorado that's that has a lot of shenanigans going on. I don't know if you saw, but he was like slapping a dude in the middle of a match. I, I surprisingly did not see that. <laughs> okay, I'll find that and I'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, send it to you. But like he just slapped he, and he did like an arm wrench too and like dislocated a dude's shoulder. And I'm like, dude, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it, the comments are pretty vicious. Um, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, Northern Iowa, N Northern Colorado, Wyoming, Utah Valley. Lots of great Big 12 schools. Um, let's take a look. Um more there's a ton more fights um alexa alexa grasso versus o um valentina shevchenko was announced on the john jones card um yeah lots of good stuff coming up you know what we are i think jared you and i can agree we're spoiled coming up when it comes oh. to this yeah that's i mean that's what dana said on his live the other night announcing the um adesanya Ferreira card you know they're trying to bring it hard for year 30 and i mean dude they are it's it's crazy we got a lot to look forward to. i'm gonna go like, through i say the... that a lot. i was gonna say i say that a lot but that's because i like fighting like now it's like i don't know how to be content throughout the week like looking forward to the weekend man yeah i'm gonna go through all the all the events and they so loose versus speed back is the weakest one in this yeah. and I, i'm i'm excited for the main event uh if you're Korean, this is this is the card for you guys. Um, 
this lots of South Koreans on there. It was supposed to be Zombie versus Chikadze, but Zombie got hurt. But that's why they pushed the card back to like 1 a.m. Um, it's gonna be a tough watch for me, unfortunately, but I'll watch the card later. Mahachev versus Volkanovsky headlining number one pound for pound versus number two pound for pound and Volk and uh, Mahachev respectively Emmett versus Rodriguez for the interim title. Uh, lots of great stuff. Crute fighting Menafield. Um, I will say the card did take some hits sadly, but the week after we got uh, Marlon Chito Vera versus Corey Sanhagen uh, and you got Tyler Santos versus Aaron Blanchfield on that card too. Dude, that's a, Great main event card. Oh my, just those two alone. That's fantastic. Um, Lena Landsberg and uh, Myra Bueno Silva, solid bantamweight fight at the top of that, at the bottom, uh, toward the bottom of the rankings. And Felipe Linz is making his light heavyweight debut in the UFC against o- OSP. There's some Linz can be a problem with his boxing in a lighter division. Then you got Superman Spam versus Nikita Krylov. Um, lots of good stuff there. Tatiana Suarez is coming back on that card too, guys. Uh, if you need an insp- inspiring story, Tatiana Suarez, look it up. Uh, yeah, lots of good stuff there. Um, and then we're getting to meet. We're getting to the meat of potatoes of the year, guys. John Jones was surreal gone. The number, the goat versus the number one ranked heavyweight contender in the world. People are complaining. Why was Jones listed first on the card? It's John Jones. Darn it. Get over it. It's John Jones, uh, Shevchenko versus Grasso, Hooker versus Turner, Neil versus Rachmanov, Bo Nickel versus Jamie Pickett. I'm sorry, Jamie. It's gonna. It might be a long night unless you can land a shot. Um, Derek Brunson versus Drakus Duplessis. Um, oh, Julio Arce is out of his fight with Cody Garbrandt. Oh, I know. Um, Adarujo versus Hebas. Uh, oh, that this card is. I, and Marquez versus Mark Andre Barriolt. Um, the next week, an, a banger of a fight night card. Unless Dwalsh really decides to lay and pray, which I wouldn't blame him. Piotrion is scary, but Piotrion versus Dwalsh really. Um, Volk- Volkov versus Romanov. Ricardo Hamos versus Austin Lingo. Asun Sal versus Kyler Phillips. And I'm sure, sure. Saeed Ramagamedo versus Jonathan Martinez. Bangers, 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 bangers. And then London, Jarrett. London. Usman versus Edward. Edwards versus Usman, three. What is this? This is going to be an insane card. Insane card. Uh, Gaethje versus Fazeev on that card, too. Gunnar Nelson, Daniel Rodriguez, Marvin Vittori, as, uh, as Darren Till would say it, versus Roman Delidze, Jack Shaw versus uh, Makwan Amir Khani. And then, you know, Makai's fighting. Nathaniel Wood's fighting. Lerone Murphy's fighting. Jai Herbert's fighting. Calderwood's Jordan Wood, my apologies, is fighting. Malcolm Gordon's fighting. Jake Hadley, banger of card. Oh my gosh! And then uh, San Antonio, no main event there yet. Um, nothing official yet. Um, reports are uh, it's Rocky versus um, not Aldana versus uh, Kellen Vieira. Then we got March. Then we got April eighth, bro. Parea versus Adesonia. Um, bro, we, we are so, so, so spoiled. I don't know. After April, like, what's the rest of the year going to look like? Well, be, I, I, I fear that it may be boring. I know, because, dude, it's so much, so much to live up to. Like, 
I mean, right there you got one, two, three in the pound for pound. Well, I mean, I guess John Jones isn't ranked that high in the pound for pound right now. Actually, I think he is three. I think right he's now. twelve. Really? Pound for pound. He is. Yeah. I thought they. Yeah, but I mean, there's three of your biggest names right there. Like you're gonna have quick turnarounds. Um, who are you gonna put against them? Um, but. And, and I think they're looking – I, I forget where I saw this. It could be a rumor. I'll just say rumor has it, to, just to stay safe, as it's not fact possibly. Sterling Cejudo for April 8th too. Oh. Uh, what, what, oh what, more, what more do you want? Dude, don't get me that excited. Oh, my God. Remember, oh. guys, I said rumor, but I think that's a solid, solid rumor. <laughs> Uh, but man, oh my gosh! Oh, I I I I can't wait, Jarrett. Yeah, dude. Like it. It's just I love it. Like we went from like the end of the year last year where we were like, this this may be like a very low point for the UFC. Like the the problems at light heavyweight. You know the problem with the judges. And now we're just like, dude. Look at the turnaround, man. This is why we're here. This is why we love it. Like, yeah. I, I can't wait to talk about light, uh, the lightweight title fight next week a little more, but I think that people are severely underestimating my boy Volk in this fight. I may be one of them, but we uh, get to talk about we'll that. Get, we'll get that to that next Thursday, but you'll watch it that Friday, guys. But Jarrett, yep. banger of an episode. What else do you have to say before we sign off? watch the UFC become a fan not tune in we're like that we're coming next week with another yes. bang yes we are we're coming guys but that'll do for us here at throwing hands for today uh tune in Friday for our preview of a uh, fight night Lewis versus Spivak and then we'll be back Monday for the review and then we'll preview next Friday for uh Volk uh, Mahachev versus Volk peace out guys